You're listening to the Slurmcast, a podcast for no reason. Today we will be discussing Futurama Season 3, Episode 11, Insane in the Mainframe, with your hosts, Tommy Roulette. How's it going? Pete Woodward. I'm convinced at this point that when we were in Hawaii for the surfing tournament, we should have left the Tiki God alone in the cave when we found it. Am I the only person that gets that, that reference? Maybe. Um, and, and me, reference getter, Rick Horchie. Joining us today is our special guest, Laura Wimbles. Thanks hey, for coming on the show. Hi, hello. Thank you for having me. It's lovely to have you here. Uh, you are the second guest to join our show from the Halloween party, and we have a third one on deck. From my Halloween party? From your Halloween party. Wonderful. And, and I think actually, no, no, there's going to be a gap in between the episodes. But I, I think I met you the first time when you were on my wife's now defunct podcast. Yes. And then you happen to be everywhere, and we have a million mutual friends. Yes. Always a good talk. Tiny so, Cleveland. Yeah. That it's effect. It's yeah. that big. It's a Petri dish. It, Except it, for Every year I get older, it's like I meet 10 or 20 more people that it's like, <clears throat> how did we not meet each other? We already know all the same people, you know, right. et cetera. I, I, that's exactly the situation I have with my wife. Like we had about a dozen mutual friends for several years yeah. and never ran across each other. Yeah. I refuse to meet new people now. Yeah. You're, you're, um, it gets harder when you get older. Uh, so, everyone uh, wants to be my just, friend. Though. Just to, just to tie it all together, I am now uh, part of the parental death squad because my stepfather passed away a couple days ago. So, this podcast is clearly that cursed. sounds like a, a, a guerrilla warfare gang and, and it could be it could <laughs> the, be we could take all that squad. rage and go topple the government or I was something. I was I mentioned that uh, unfortunate news today to somebody a former uh, guest and he called the technicality on that because it is stepdad it is I true argued I argued mean, that it didn't matter well look it it does for a variety of reasons. But you two both have stepfathers, right? Yes. And you don't have fathers. I still have a father. And and rounding out this uh, ra- square round table of awesome, you also lost your father recently, right, Laura? I did. I am a member of the uh, DDC, yep. Dead Dad Club. That's Sorry. pretty cool. Yeah, late last year. So, And the thing is, he passed away in July, and I wasn't <laughs> even informed until November. So, Wow. Oh, wow. The day of the election. So that was just a... Double whammy. Oh, no. That's that's really uh that's like insult and injury all wrapped up in one. Mine was um October 9th, and then I, I forget the order. I want to say then we lost the World Series and then the election, and it was just like 30 days of, of garbage. And then you got laid off for like three months. Yeah, that, that didn't this help. Everything coming up horchy. Yeah. Hey, this is gonna be your year. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, 2017. <laughs> Let's hope. <laughs> Mine was November 19th. Of last year, so had that, and then it's I spent, and then I also had to spend like uh, what was it, like three weeks in Florida, yeah, and that wasn't a lot of fun. That's in, that's an interesting uh, parallel because when I found out that my father had passed away, I found a nineteen dollar flight to Tampa, and I was like, I'm just gonna go to Florida. <laughs> <laughs> so I voluntarily went to Florida. Did you have a good time? <laughs> I did. I was by myself. I went there for four days. It was great. Sweet. It was like it had started snowing here, and then um, yeah, I was on the beach. It was eighty two. Did you see any lizards? You know what? I did not. Did you see any? I mean, alligators? people. Yes, but <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's that me. whole breed. <laughs> no but. alligators. No lizards. Uh, no. I wonder if they've become urban legends down there. You you didn't see any either, right, Tom? Lizards, I saw lizards. But no alligators. No, but people kept calling and 
telling me that I could go these places to go see them, but they may have just, just been fucking time. with you. I saw a lot of inside uh, office buildings. Yeah, in Florida, I bet really striking architecture with drop ceilings and acoustical tile. Yes. Probably beige to off beige paint. Yeah. Some of them were kind of like the courthouse was kind of fancy. It looked like a Miami Vice courthouse, but it was Tampa. I don't no, no, it nothing like a Miami Vice courthouse. Didn't have its sleep. It's not like up. Miami at all. It's probably it's a whole different horrible of Florida. <laughs> <laughs> I I believe so you, you mean what, most of Florida. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like most yeah. of Ohio. <laughs> it's like shitty and unglamorous instead of shitty and glamorous. Um I, I'm gonna Disney World is the Cleveland of Florida. Like, <laughs> I've only been to Florida twice. To the it's it's Ohio. to Disney World. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm gonna step on your toes a little bit. Okay, but um, what now? As we've discussed this, getting you scheduled on the show, you've copped to not being much of a Futurama fan. So, what is your relationship with the show, or how did oh, you my toes. become aware of it? Um, to be fair, not that I am not much of a Futurama fan. I just haven't watched that many episodes of it. So Futurama came out while I was, I think I was in high school. It was, it was maybe a junior or senior. I was and then a junior. I, I went off to college and I just, I was, I think I was just. Not watching not, a lot of TV probably. Uh, well, I, I think I was watching that 70s show and mm-hmm. just bullshit like that. And I just, it never grabbed onto me. And I, when I like something, I really like it. And then I'll binge the hell yeah. out of it. But, um. So, yeah, I've only truly seen a handful of episodes, and I used to work at Hollywood Video back in the day, so it's kind of it's inexcusable. But this was a good excuse to... To dive back in. Yeah. Do you know Hollywood Video is actually named after Hollywood, Florida? Is that true? I don't know. <laughs> I just made that up. Um, and would it matter? <laughs> like, Yeah, you, I mean, one is, one is tangibly more awful than the other. They're, no, they like both that. have I like, their... I like making up little lies that don't matter, and then just like, because if you get away with it, it's like... Oh, I believed know. him for a second. I'm like, yeah. no way. My, my, I used to do that periodically for a while. I would just put fake science facts mm-hmm. out online. And the favorite one I came up with was that one charcoal briquette has as much vitamin C as three lemons. See, I would believe that. Be yeah, like, oh, it's, it's just wow. like if it's if it's strange enough and stated with enough like confidence, and, and, and also not they do that in gonna, rival. Sh- gonna shake yeah. the world if and, you know if it's true or not. It's not going to be like I got to look that up. That's crazy. Just, you can railroad a whole political party doing shit like that. <laughs> I mean, it's 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 a lot easier than it sounds. Um, the this was remarkable because it's the first cold open we've had in probably fifteen or twenty. And the episodes. last um, commercial is the it last. Uh, is fake this commercial. the final fake commercial? Yep. Do you need teeth that can eat other teeth? I liked that a lot. <laughs> it kind of made mine hurt because I was thinking about like that clip uh, was what we used when Pete kept saying Futurama. And and he was like, well, how do you know how it's pronounced? And I'm like, and I played that clip because they say Futurama in it, which I I I as much as I would like to say that I won, we won, you lost. Uh, yeah, but then uh, Sean John does. It doesn't matter. Me. It doesn't. However you want to pronounce it, you know, whatever. We're we're equal opportunity failures here. Um, and then the jumbotron was like. A fake ass Yosemite Sam blowing his head off, or are you going to tell me it was Bosco again? It's not Bosco. Uh, it was called the Mild West. I don't know. I didn't look much further into that. It's it seems inappropriately named Smart. if people are shooting their fucking heads off. Like that's the Tarantino West. I, think, I mean, it could have he 
the next frame could have been him popping his head yeah, back out, out of likely. his shirt. Uh, yeah, probably. You can't even do that anymore. I, I don't know. It, it was it was quick and it was disorienting, as the Jumbotron cartoons usually are. I thought about that when I watched it. I was like, I wonder how Pete's going to feel about it. And now you know. I didn't. I swear <laughs> to God, I didn't. I did not care. So um, they have these little fake things every episode. I'm... Yeah, every yeah. episode, uh, the the ship crashes into um, a jumbotron in the like above New New York, and then right before it, there's like a like a two second clip of a old timey yeah like cartoon or whatever. And and then I know it said um, this something brought to you by Microsoft. Oh yeah, joke. and there's always one of those too. Okay. It's kind of like their Simpsons couch gag or whatever. There's a little. But it's a yeah. two parter. So there's the theme. There's the catchphrase at the beginning, and then the jumbotron cartoon. And the jumbotron cartoons are more often than not completely bizarre and as we've like there's been a run of the last several episodes where it's like a clip from this character called bosco who's like apparently horribly racist and was banned for several years because it's just like this messed up minstrel show kind of thing is it is bosco an animal i always like a he's cat like a dog he's like the, the classic he, looney tunes dog where it's sort of a person but it's a they dog. eventually knows yeah he evolved into like a dog character but he was originally just he's like just a it was like before. a yeah yeah he's, that's the best way to and it, it comes up over and over and over they again. used to show the reruns on uh on nickelodeon I wanted it like at some point I when I was like 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 10 years old or something and uh it was this hour that they would do I forget if it was like right before primetime where they would show like the good cartoons and then it would turn into Nick and Knight or something like that where there was a block where I'm like oh Bosco and it was like these old it was the white power white. hour yeah and they did that for <laughs> you know for a few years and I, I remember when they like souped up the channel, there was like this commercial. Nickelodeon that was, like, had three Ks in it during that time. <laughs> they uh, changed it, and there was this like, and no more Bosco, and it made this sad little like um, Porky Pig like circle going like, and I was like, yes, really? Mm-hmm. So they called attention so, to the fact that Bosco was going away. Yeah, and you know, you know this, you know pre-internet, you know that that there was some sort of like probably some outrage um, snail mail. Letters or whatever, and like you so like can't show five, this or whatever, because it was basic cable. In it the was 80s. probably your yeah, mom yeah. writing all these letters. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. She voted mimeographing them, right? them and then <laughs> signing them with different fake names. The uh, the establishing shot showing the outside of the Planet Express building was really cool looking. That was one of those ones where it's just like this is uh, head and shoulders above the rest of the animation because the way that the water looked was really cool. I didn't notice. Yeah, I'm, I don't. Like, I need to, like, watch that more like that. I need to watch it more than once, I think, because I need to watch it once to take notes and then once to actually, like, I can take it all in once. I'm just saying. Usually those shots stand out if you're to you paying attention. Or is everything... I guess I'm not paying attention, really. I guess I'm kind of doing, like, two other things while I'm watching it. Because I've seen it so many Arguing about conspiracy theories with your roommate, are wrestling with a dog, and taking notes. No, usually I'm uploading the podcast that's coming out the <laughs> night when we're finished watching. That's what I did today when I got home from work. You're pushing the content back up to the server. So the the shots that you're talking about, um, the establishing shot, I noticed that it has a very, just the overall views have a very almost 3d like mm-hmm. it, what is is that 
is there a special term for that in the animation? Because I noticed that shifted around that period in the 90s, the late 90s, like that were a lot of... I think they just... Yeah, that was like, like the beginning of that. Yeah, yeah that they, was really cool. They'd win Emmys for it periodically because I think like there were certain things where they were pushing that. Um, because when you do a 3D shot for like animation, having to do like doing just a straight background and things like that, the mo- you can reuse that over and over again, but as you're that's changing the perspective as something is moving, so you have to change everything in it. So that's it's very difficult to do. So okay, they have that's why it's like it's different. And then people started doing it because more and more cartoons that came out started just using a computer to animate it rather than actually drawing it. At the end of the day, you're the visual artist and should be explaining this to us, <laughs> is, is what the takeaway is on Well, this. it adds a very interesting depth to the entire look. That's that's as far as I yeah, can go with that, but it, it, it does. <laughs> I ju- they, I've watched some commentary on the episodes, and that's what they've talked about. Yeah. That's what that's She spent 60% of the budget on this one shot for this episode. And, <laughs> and that won them the Emmy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's worked. I mean, they're, like throughout the course of this series, it's like... There'll be maybe one or two shots that are better than the rest in each episode, but then there's ones like threaded throughout different episodes. Where you're like, that's really cool looking. Like it, it almost takes you out of it because they're doing something that's so kind of extravagant compared to the rest of it. Like big ball of garbage um, that had a some really cool big looking piece of big garbage. piece of garbage. That episode had like these really neat stink lines around the big piece of garbage. Um, the one where, oh shoot, uh, single female lawyer, when the ships came and then appeared, like the way that they kind of yeah, I know flashed you're talking about shape was really neat. Can you edit uh, the intro where I say like, and Pete Woodward, and then he just says big piece of garbage, <laughs> <laughs> or or no, where you co- correct him, <laughs> <laughs> big ball of garbage, no, piece of garbage. big piece of garbage, <laughs> or no, or and I'm Rick Horty, and then he says that, and then you correct yeah. him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he won't do any of that, but it's nice. Hindsight is beautiful. Um, I. Uh, I really liked this episode overall. Dude, yes. There, uh, even it was a little light on story, but it was like so snappy with the jokes that they just kept coming. And then there was some surprising world building going on. Too. Yeah, that's how I would describe it too. Uh, when this was uh, coming up, I was like, oh yeah, that one. I always remember the the other robot, Roberto. And I was like, oh yeah, it's an okay episode. And I forgot there's, this is like some of these uh, shows that we do, it's just us rattling off all these great lines because that's all it is. <laughs> and that was one of these. And um, yeah, it, it like my, sometimes I have like five notes because it was just kind of a, a boring episode. But you're, you're right. The story wasn't great, but there was a ton of great lines. As far as the episodes that you've seen, how do you feel like this ranked? It was definitely like a very standalone storyline and just, mm-hmm. you know, an all-in-one. It, it, it was just a fun kind of, melded like uh one flew over the cuckoo's nest and um, yeah a lot of They're, they do a lot of references little, yeah. yeah i definitely feel like the lawyer could have been foghorn leghorn's uncle or something yeah he, i think that's the idea is <laughs> mega chicken lawyer <laughs> hyper chicken hyper chicken don't worry i have piece of garbage. i have criticisms <laughs> i have criticisms that we will get to later mm-hmm. uh several oh, thank fact. god yeah don't worry I'll, I'll i'll be able to do a heel turn as this goes but starting off with zoidberg in a suit like, he's actually kind of dashing when he dresses no, up. No, I thought he looked like, um, 
like a like like a hobo clown or whatever, you know, like one of those what? suits. Clown. <laughs> if it, it, he didn't look disheveled or anything, he looked like he was well put together. But I was surprised that he'd been working at Planet Express for ten years. That's how long Hermes' anger has Makes been sense. festering yeah. a decade. And then with his his mandatory <laughs> was it mandatory oration or a mandatory speech to celebrate. And then he got the nice gift of coupons. I loved the speech, the way he read it. Yeah. <laughs> it <was just> like, <laughs> Five or ten <laughs> or fifteen. Because it's, uh, I think all things in the workplace should be like that generic. And and his prize and Zoyberg's reaction was was a um, two for one oil change. Like, if I could only afford the one and the car. Yeah. <laughs> And then, and then, like without a beat, Hermes goes back to calling him a dumb stink bug. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. It's just the, the 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 hatred that he shares with seemingly everybody else for Zoidberg. Like it's so beautiful. I it's, I still I still want to see the Zoidberg spinoff, and that's a lot of it, just because he d- disappoints everyone. But the uh, Fry does have the same exact uh, retirement fund that I do. Right now, really, so. I, zero dollars. Same. <laughs> uh, the one one thing we did skip over is the line that Zoeberg has about strange fluids gushing out of patients' bodies. <laughs> so many, so many, so fluids. many. It's um, I I was wondering about the retirement fund. Like when Fry oh returned to get his bank account. So this is going back probably twenty five episodes to a fish full of dollars. Um, did I say that right? Yes. yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's a big piece of fish full of dollars. <laughs> did did he spend all of his money on the anchovies? The rest of his money on he the spent anchovies. Everything on it. Yep. Yes. And then mom took it. Yeah, but that, that's that's what. No, uh, no, he ate it. He ate it, but I I I wasn't sure if he kept some because no. it carries on like somebody who's independently wealthy and just lazy. No, he's just like a, you know... Uh, Delivery boy? Just a haphazard, you know, fella, you know, just uh, carefree. I mean, he gets paid, so he has cash. Money. No but, dependence. Yeah. Lives but he did, probably yeah. rent-free with Bender. All his money was spent on that, the thing of anchovies. And Bender probably supplements their income with heists. Like, he's, he's pretty... I don't good. think Bender shares. But if he pays the rent on Robot Arms, like... I, I don't know. I was just wondering. Like, I couldn't remember if he kept any money, and that's why I was surprised. He's like, my retirement fund is just this money in my side. Yeah, he's always super broke. Like, I'm kind of surprised to hear that you didn't, um, like, get that impression by now, but you'll see that for sure. Like, you'll you'll definitely never question that again. He's just, like, he's, it, you know, he, he he makes as much as, like, a pizza boy would make or whatever, and he just, you know, lives. That's that's him. Yeah. But I when I think broke, I think Zoidberg first. Yeah, like somehow Zoidberg is well. They even made that than, you know more uh, a part of his his character. Where like Fry, he's a lazy slob and he's poor. You know, like Zoidberg is is um, what's the word that begins with a D? Destitute. For, yeah, thank you. <laughs> that could have. <laughs> Look, thank, I'm helping. <laughs> thank you for coming up with the right word because that could have gone in so many directions. Good, yeah, I would have had to bleep out a lot of things. <laughs> you could have said dingus. Derelict. You could have said Davenport. <laughs> you could have said uh, some other word that starts with D. Dog. I'm just going to go with dog. 
Beautiful. Uh, uh, David Schwimmer. So, I, I mean, what's the rate of return on your investments, Tom? For what? The money your in your money. sock. Oh. No, I meant just, like, nothing. After, I mean, I meant after the fact when he tried to even open the retirement account. And then he was overdrawn <laughs> by $4. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, wouldn't, wouldn't the bank remember him? He he used to be a billion dollar account holder who famously spent it all on a tin of anchovies. Wouldn't they be like, "Oh, you're that guy"? Well, she did question. You wanted to open it for it was ten dollars a month or whatever. Yeah, I mean, or six dollars with a what, ten dollar opening. Maybe fee. it's a brand new employee that wasn't working there, Pete. I think it was the same lady. Uh, maybe the turnover in the bank is very high, and, and everyone has keep- to wear the same haircut. Maybe. Pete, have you ever had a retail job? Do you remember somebody that shows up six months later that you've seen once? Yeah. I've had retail jobs. Okay. Yep. All right. You win. You got I, me. <laughs> I mean, it, it's you learn to recognize those people as problems, and then you have your staff members run defense. You, you certainly must have spent some time in retail. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I currently am working retail, actually. When I, I quit my corporate job to make – the Faces of Cleveland book, oh, and then yeah. um, I've been managing a Sealy clothing store in Crocker Park, oh, of dear. all places, how for do the you, past what, year. How do you spell that, that store? What's it called? CLE Clothing. CLE Clothing. Oh, yeah, that's, clothing oh, okay, company, yeah, 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 yeah. That just, that just opened, like, a little bit. It's the, by the hotel, right? There's, yes. like, those stores in a row. And, yeah. Okay, cool. Not to be confused with Seal. I thought you said clothing. Celia. <laughs> clothing I, for I, seals. <laughs> no, but no, <laughs> when you said it, They're adorable I, wetsuits. I pictured, um... Or like, wet seal clothing. S-E-L-I-A clothing for young ladies. Like or for the singer. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's blouses <laughs> that blow open. <laughs> <laughs> A leaf blower is just following you around perpetually. I, well, it's, it's, no, it's just the way they're sewn. Just just, it's, it's wet seal. It should be like a fire hose or something where it just sprays him and blows it off. So Fry did something that I like to do when I come into money. I go buy a bunch of lottery tickets or I gamble it or yeah. you know, like my last uh, oh yeah, uh, uh, um, casino visit or mm-hmm. whatever. Um, but yeah, uh, that was uh, when he was doing the scratch and sniff and it was it was like cherry cherry mule or whatever. Mm-hmm. I always say that, but I thought it was the, I thought that was a different episode. Isn't there another one where he scratches off a lottery ticket and it's like, is it the There's the, the a gum Simpsons one? Simpsons. Is that what I'm thinking of? Where nuts and gum. What? No. Nuts and gum was that a future? That was a Simpsons, Simpsons one. Simpsons? I heard you say. Wait, nuts and gum. Together at last. Oh yeah yeah, yeah yeah yeah. Or is it? I just they, saw that one when too. When they like, have the F ray, um, they're looking. They like look at lottery tickets with it. <sighs> oh, that's right. So they could I, win, and I, I like I keep going like confusing different bits between this and The Simpsons right yeah, now. Oh, like, dude, yeah, trying to remember if it was Homer or Fry. And it is. It is a very Homer esque sort of thing to go and spend all his money on lottery tickets. The, yeah, there, there are. I remember one episode really clearly where it's like he's scratching off. I think it's like an apple pie piece or something, mm-hmm. something like that. Homer is. is it? And actually, that ties back now because I think this is a joke that they did as a callback where he goes into the bank after spending the money on lottery tickets. Cause he had a hundred dollars yeah, and then he spent it down to six buying yep. scratch offs. And then he was like, uh, what is it? Cherry, cherry mule. Yeah. But then when he goes to the bank, the teller's like, uh, mule farmer. 
No, is that a mule farmer like you, yeah. you know, would. But is that because he stinks like a mule <laughs> farm or is it because she's like, you're a degenerate gambler? And that's what they call degenerate gamblers. I like to think the scratch what? and sniff just emanated that mule. Yeah, smell that's what I he's thought. Still, he's still. It was what just... train did you get on that took you <laughs> to that through through like several towns to get to that conclusion? I just realized it right him. now. She goes, maybe are you are you? Or what does she say? Something like she's like, I'm sure you like wealthy mule farmer with something but like she, that. But she, she kind of leaned forward and sniffed. Yeah. You don't remember that? No, I missed that that whole line. Okay, that I didn't put it together till right now, but that's you, uh, you didn't put anything together. That was no, was, I did. It was, he he gets cherry cherry it was, mule. It was all a, his lottery tickets were losing, so if they all came up as mules. You could make the jump that someone who was a degenerate of the jokes on Futurama or Occam's Razor. You don't have to like. It's not some cerebral. Uh, you know, British comedy where you're like, oh, so back from the second season, that's why he called him a mule farmer. Like this is the, this is within three minutes of each other. Yes, I get you thinking that the word mule is a bad gambler or a gambler that's just who's a shitty scratch off like, player. Yeah, no, I don't think it's that at all. I don't know where you came up. You with You can't that just thought. make up terms for for the year three thousand. That uh, no, no, I hold on. I get no, what you're I saying. Know, I get it too. But maybe I, I like, I don't. I would never have thought that. I just thought because it was literally the following scene. Yeah, and he still. I just thought stunk. that because he stunk because of the the. Uh, Couldn't it be both? Sure, Pete. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to make it a deep cut. <laughs> well, I, I, I mean, they hire mathematicians to come in and punch up their math jokes. Like, it's not unheard of that they tie this together as like a yeah, secret give you that. Easter egg joke. It's true. I don't know if a mule has anything to do with gambling. You would have to if for your meaning to work. Right? You've never been addicted to gambling. It might in the year three thousand and one. <laughs> yes, but it. It would they would have to reference it somewhere to get that reference. So I don't think you're maybe they're creating okay. the reference right now. We'll have okay. we'll have okay. to agree Let's... to disagree about me being right. He's going through a tough time. We'll let him. Yeah, I you know, give me This is us being nice too. Like <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> giving so many passes. Just wait. That was just an offhanded remark that occurred to me in the moment. It's I got, gonna wear off. I fast. have notes that are gonna Piss you Everybody's off. here. Everybody here has dead dads. It's gonna wear <laughs> off really fast. Nice what would the tattoo for that look like? What a, a dead dad club tattoo, or I don't know. Did you? Are you getting a? I, I you got, don't have to. Tom got, got a dead dad tattoo. Right. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah the, the uh, neck of headstock of my dad's guitar, like acoustic guitar, on my chest, busting through his chest. It busting looks uncomfortable. It's, like it's awesome. Ripping out. It's hard to breathe. It's got to be a bitch to restring. So, uh, you probably have to go in through your butt. Are you guys excited to meet a, a new character? Which, Pete, you don't know this, but he's a reoccurring character. Is Roberto recurring? Mm -hmm. He comes oh. back a lot. Well, I mean, a fair amount. Have I liked you? Him. People really like him a lot. I, I think he's, he's pretty funny. He had some redeeming qualities in that he was a terrible robot. I mean, he was mean yeah. and bad and crazy. And crazy, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, David Herman, I think, right, Tom? I think so. It was there wasn't anybody in the voice credits that was off like the normal. Group. Was it or was it? Um, Could have been. I thought it was uh, Phil, Phil Lamar. Maybe. Uh, Maybe know. it was. No, you know what? I, I'm uh, David Herman might have done another 
character that was in there. I don't know. You know what? I looked it up and I was excited. I'm like, oh, this person did that person and or a character and this so and so. It was uh, like a uh, uh, Maurice Lamar did the uh, the doctor Maurice, with the uh, Maurice Lamarche. Uh, the, yeah, that's what I said. You said Phil Lamar. All right, it's Phil Lamar. I know. I, I I I almost said Phil Lamar. It is David Herman. Okay. Good job, Tom. I didn't. Um, I did like his line about how he's seen faster lines at a sperm bank. <laughs> I missed that. That's that was how he it? he taps Bender on the back and just goes, "I've seen faster lines at a sperm bank." Have Orgy, you ever, was your volume on when you were watching <laughs> this episode? Have Have you ever been to a sperm bank? Nope. No. <laughs> Tom? No. I didn't even know they, like, I didn't know they really existed. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, for I sure. thought, like, wouldn't you want to, like, really, like, can anyone go there? Yeah. Right? They have, like, a, they have why, a screening process. What do process. they do for it? They give them to, to, to people that have babies? Like, yeah. any just random dude could go in there. That's no, the, that, that's no the, they, there like, is a screening process. Oh, here's this psychopath but, heroin addict that no. donated this sperm. That's how I picture it. <laughs> that's, like, this is all I'm going to say. Because I haven't been to a sperm bank proper. But I've had to go through the mechanics. Were you in a back alley sperm bank? That's, I mean, we've all done that, right? I mean, that's no. some somebody's van. <laughs> just, it, I'll give you it ten just bucks. Says, fill it up. Andrology lab spray painted in sloppy handwriting. The new I, white male privilege. It, <laughs> there was a master lock on the box. So. I mean, it had to. It seemed legit. So, just having had to go through the mechanics of what you need to do to get it not, out, Pete. Were you taught? Just I, I'm being I'm being vic- I know I'm sorry like you're snipped right is that yeah you yeah okay. so like when I when I got myself fixed you have to give samples back to the doctor periodically to make sure that it took, it took. oh okay so you weren't like oh I'm saving these you and had it, to they go give and you the cup like the- and you go home and then you just have to like time it oh you got to do it at home you didn't have to go into the it doesn't matter it's so awkward and bad because it's like I mean the opening of the cup is like that big and then you have to try and. Aim and it's a whole thing, and then and you then the clock like starts no ticking too. Like that's the, the clock you know. starts ticking, and it's like I gotta get to the hospital. And then if you get caught speeding, like how do, I'm sorry, officer, I've got th- I gotta get this <laughs> to the doctor right now. What's the expiration date on that? What's they, it? they say you have about a half hour. Really? Ooh. Yeah, I would just do it there. I'm gonna start. It's the, it wasn't a an company option. with couriers that will go no, deliver no, no, to no. Uber sperm. <laughs> Uber sperm bank. You can just throw it out the window, and they've got a big catcher's mitt, and off they go. Or the air tube. Yeah, like a hydraulic tube. <laughs> T shirt cannon. Yeah. I mean, so uh, all I all I mean to to get across is like, you wh- go whatever whatever your regular process is, make it a couple orders of magnitude more uncomfortable if you're in an office. Actually, now that I think about it, my wife used to work in a sperm bank. Like an official medical office. <laughs> Sorry, my head almost exploded of trying to like, was how could there's too many long one-liners? She was, she was an office manager. Uh, but just, she she had to make sure that the rooms were stocked with material. <laughs> can we, it took you three can minutes, we, though, to come to think of it. <laughs> she yeah, that's, I mean, uh, that's yeah. a, like a defining. And she got the job through another friend of ours. So I actually know two former employees of a, a sperm bank. There's so many double meanings when you're talking about this. And 
And my wife. Can, no, can just, we afterwards and post? Can we all? Like when just you say the word job, or sit around and, and has and to keep the room filled with like material. Yes. Yeah, that was like somebody stole some of their videos <laughs> and replaced <laughs> them with like other ones. Like, like someone like smuggled worst in porn. Like a Wendy's no, training no, video. Like, yeah, like VHS tapes and DVDs. Like they take the dirty ones. And replace them with like golf videos or something. That's beautiful. Like, I <laughs> just just the the existence of hard copy pornography at this stage in civilization is so anomalous in the first place. Mm-hmm. Like charming, I, almost. <laughs> it's like vintage. It's a little quaint. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like when you can feel it in your hand. I think it's a Kyle Canaan joke when he's talking about uh, 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 analog porn. He's yeah, like, he's like, tangible. Did you, did, yeah, yeah. This is going to increase in value. <laughs> Just, just off of scarcity. Do you ever go to Cinema Wasteland? I have not. I it's so I've never been. Is that just local? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's not like a a con that travels from place to place. Why don't you tell our listeners what it's about? It, it well, okay. So the people who run Cinema Wasteland, they do go to other conventions throughout the year, but they host their own called Cinema Wasteland. But that festival is just specifically a Cleveland, right? Okay. It's in uh, Strongsville of all places at the Holiday Inn Express yep. on Royalton Road. Um, in the first during the first week of April, and I believe the f- maybe middle part of October. So they do two a year. They do two a year. Okay. But if you want to look at some very old, crazy porn, that is that is the place to go. Poor grooming habits. Um, I I got I had to buy it because Jake Kelly did the box art for it, <laughs> and it was called Boxball. Um, that was the name of the porn and it was from 1977 and it was $15 and it was a VHS tape and it was a limited edition of 50. So, so someone dubbed off 50 copies of this thing and then had a, a locally renowned and very, I mean, very good quality artist who does, Jake does murals and flyers and stuff around Cleveland Uh and has for years, um, had him do limited edition art for this thing. Yes. And it came with a limited edition poster. Do you have that framed and hanging in your house? Not yet, but that's that's <laughs> on the uh, to visit pack of tans and do list. <laughs> it's it's in a tube waiting to go. But I'll I'll let you peruse it sometimes. What's the swearing level on this podcast? Eh, whatever as you dirty want to as be. you want to be. Okay, because the the back I I picked it up at the table. I was like, box ball. What's this? And the guy was like, turn it over, and I just flip it over, and it's in big block J Kelly letters. She fucks his balls, and I was like. Just take my money. <laughs> just I don't. It, you don't have to. And he's like, "Well, it's about." I'm like, "You stop. You yeah. don't have to. You don't need a sales pitch here. I just give you the tape." It's, I mean, it's got a twist at the end that's Shyamalan-esque in it. You know, you really you, you have to understand like the dramatic uh, gymnastics they go through. I, I and that's like, I, you know, growing up Catholic. This is all stuff I've had to come to terms with in the first place, anyway. But Same. like the the. Like, I always thought it would be fun, if not soul-destroying, to write copy for, like, porn marketing. Because it's just... Just for the marketing, not for the... Well, or, like, you the, know, the blurbs on boxes or mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah, I mean, just, I mean, that's, what I, that's what I figured It's meant. such flowery language. And it really, I mean, it's just like... It's all the same You need 5,000 yeah. <laughs> words. 5,000 words but to describe this actress. But it's funny because it has to be, you know, like, a little flowery like that. And then it also has to be, like... Um, Dirty. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fast forward to four minutes and 28 seconds. 
All you need is 30 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler ahead. No, and then, then, you know, on top of that, you have the longstanding and, and generally wise rule, never read the comments. But then that's a whole other class of like, this, like, it's just people think about this too much. Like, this, there's, there is a, a percentage of people that, have devoted a lot of time to this. Yep. And, and I, that's, I mean, maybe that's admirable. I'm, I'm not sure. I just, okay. Uh, I guess we can stop talking dirty for a little bit. I'm sorry to go off the rails yeah, with the sorry first to sperm bank talk. Derail with a 1977 porn. <laughs> that's, that's always welcome around this table. My knowledge bank is limited. <laughs> the, uh, sorry. <laughs> the, okay. So Roberto is a robot. robot. Thank you. Recurring character. Uh-huh. Do we find out his and Bender's history later on, or is it just nah, these are old that, buddies? That's their little exchange there. At the they know each other. Budget, right? They're robots. They know each other. That's, <laughs> they have the same mother. We go to those robot meetings. Okay. That's racist. <laughs> do you walk up to every uh, white person and say, oh, do you know my friend Tom? Wait, no, I mean, I would say that. I mean, somebody would say that to me. Whatever. And it would be true. Never mind. They're but, robots. Uh, yeah. But, okay. uh, so that's that's the extent of that. So, so yeah. So go ahead. Would Morgan. Bender know or not know that he's like a crazed criminal? I don't think he cares. Yeah, he doesn't care because Bender's a criminal. But but Roberto seems much more violent and reckless. Bender's been around. He doesn't he doesn't care about some violent criminal fella that he's has some history with. You know. Okay. I mean that's my guess. I I, I could be wrong. This that's is, what this I is my think. Takeaway. I think he just like. It's like probably to uh, Roberto to Bender is like somebody. It's like, oh yeah, hey, what's going on? I wouldn't probably cross him, but is it that they're both like, Mexican? Yeah, you could tell when uh, he's like that. Bender was kind of afraid of him too throughout the episode, and like you know, like first he was like going along with him, like yeah, thanks, like being nice, and then later was you know a little freaked out yeah and uh, i just really came into the knowledge a few episodes ago that bender actually is mexican and that he was made in mexico and his last name is rodriguez and then roberto <laughs> like roberto that's that's a little more upfront about it but um yeah maybe that's it i don't know I've, i know non-mexican people that are named roberto you do i went to high school with a black kid named roberto who was are you not sure? hispanic at all are you at sure? all I'm how sure. does he fill I'm out sure his census forms did you do a DNA test and actually find out? <laughs> well, Did you in that, in that case, find then, you his know, lineage on Ancestry.com? This is not to not to jump ahead, but I the scene in the courtroom where Roberto's sitting in like the audience yeah. section yeah. and he's got the little black beard yes. on and a shiv and he's just like, mm. uh, There's something really cute about that image. <laughs> oh, like, it's just adorable. The big like Rasputin beard, you know? <laughs> he's just like, ha ha. <laughs> and, and really, I mean, so... Roberto robs the bank in pretty spectacular fashion. They get caught almost immediately, and uh, we get a little little Nixon cameo. I oh, that's right. Yeah, He's with the, the cops. Money. Yeah. The Shoot him in the back yeah. while no one's looking. <laughs> the, and then then we get to oh, the, right in that transition when uh, when they get Fry, stop watering that plant. <laughs> Red. I, I just, I can see him standing back I there. I think he said red. It. I think that's the first time he called him red. Because it was yeah. later, yeah, I was like, oh, he's been red. calling him that. He must have called him back. Never mind. I, I'm thinking out loud. But uh, Judge Whitey makes a return appearance. Yeah, I love him. 
He's pretty great. He especially uh, the only poor people I want to talk about are the people who take care of my pores at the massage <laughs> parlor or whatever. <laughs> my caddy, my caddy chauffeur. I forget what the rest of it told me that. Oh, he told me that that banks are a place where people who put money when they haven't properly invested it. So therefore, <laughs> uh, bank robbery is tantamount to theft of money. Money, yeah, that was good. And it's surprisingly timely. <laughs> Judge, Judge why, Whitey is like, like 17 years ago, Judge Whitey was just a, you know, pretty isn't good this character, a, but this now is it's a parody like, that we can all get behind. And now it's like, oh, fuck. That's like 60% of our state. How do we deal with this? The, the, uh, I don't know. The, the, but I feel like this podcast is the place to solve it. Let's go. Okay. Well, He's appropriately named for sure, <laughs> but the you know the the I I get it's a fucking cartoon, Tom. But Roberto being in you know the the courtroom watching, clearly intimidating the witness to the point of calling him on the phone, where he takes a call on the stand, and nobody catches it. Roberto Benigni is not uh, Hispanic. He's Italian. Yeah. It's the same but difference. But he's not Mexican. So you said Mexican. <laughs> Look, swarthy is as swarthy does. Like, you know, if we're going to paint with that brush, we might as well paint, paint broadly, right? Yeah. Yes, I don't know what you mean. But you don't even I, know what I'm talking worked. about at this point. The, um, but the, the other part where they had the security camera actually testifying... <laughs> it's like, well, my memory's was, uh, a little fuzzy, McNeil. but it went exactly like yeah, this. Yeah, that was good. And, and then, then it's just that quick little, uh, you know, two second. Of where just, they're walking yeah. out with the dollar. The yeah. Fuzzy. All, it, all that was missing was like old timey music. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, yeah. And like some, uh, was it staticky? Like the old. I think when it, it, when it came like in. It was fuzzing in and out. Um, so they. Plead insanity. No, no, no. Fry refuses to testify against himself based on the 67th Amendment, which is uh, he he doesn't want to testify so that he's, his organs are chopped into a patty. But there's 67 amendments in the Constitution at this point. That, no, you, or maybe more. Yeah, yeah. There are at least so 67. At least, yeah. Which, over the course of a thousand years and two civilization collapses, seems low. But what do you think those other amendments are? I don't want to talk about <laughs> that. I was afraid you were going to ask that question. I can smell that question coming from like the moment you brought it up. No, we're not. We're not talking about that. Who can? Who knows? Wait, hold on. Pete, what if? What wait, if there do was? Do you have any? Yes. How many? Go ahead. That's like <laughs> you have the right. A lot to, of amendments. You have the right to dress up your cat in funny little outfits. No, probably not. So you're saying it's against the Constitution to do that? No, I'm just saying it's not a constitutional amendment in the year three thousand and one. Yes. Can you be certain? Yes. Do you have any ideas of what amendments might be in the future, Laura? Hopefully. Um, God, I don't even know. Pass. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably one of the amendments. The right to, to just the right to just be like, right? Okay, there we go. There, there, that's a good one. Tom, how many times have you dressed up one of your cats uh, now, even though it's not a an amendment? I I, I bought one of those like tie collars yeah, for, for my Doug. cat once, and he liked it. And he was wearing it, but he kept putting it in his water dish. That's fine. But do you think there should be an amendment that says? You have the right to dress up your stuffed rat. No. Why not? Because I don't think that is a right. So if you went to prison... I think a good right is to uh, not um, testify for fear of, what was it, getting... 
Your organs chopped into a patty. Right. I think that is a good amendment. Everyone should have that right. I think they already do. I don't think everyone should have their right to dress your cat up. Why? Because. I don't think it needs to be an amendment. That's probably in built into like women's right to, to vote or something. <laughs> Cats rights. <laughs> Cats don't. And there's probably rights. a whole cat constitution too in the year three thousand. We want to get into it, Pete. We're what do you think the <laughs> preamble of that says? Would that only apply to fluffers? <laughs> uh, it's the constitution. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I don't. I'm not. And we know that being poor is a mental illness. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and that, and that That's a the, pre-existing condition. <laughs> <laughs> and that the hyper chicken gives evidence of them using him as their lawyer for like, well, to start with, they're using me as their attorney. <laughs> so clearly they're mentally. Yeah. And I like that he was convinced by that right away. He was like, gabble, gabble. So that, that also means that he they hire him. He's not necessarily just a public defender that's there just to... They like yeah. actively hire him to represent. Not necessarily, them. he could be a public defender. Sometimes, and they and could refuse him hired. as their counsel and choose to testify or, or, or that. Per, yeah, either way, know. but they they picked him with the option. You know, yeah, even though yeah. he's he's him, he he picks it. As <laughs> that was himself great, just a little, for fleas. <laughs> yeah. like clawing the ground. <laughs> <laughs> and as we all know, being poor is a mental illness. So off they go. And the robot for me, they go hand in hand. Um. So then he goes to the thing. No, the they, end. The no, end. They, right? that's it. They wrap him in bubble wrap, and then put him oh, and yeah, Bender yeah, yeah. in a crate, and roll them end over end so that they get to do what, a. They put a stamp on his forehead too. Is it? Oh, what does it say? It was like defective electronics or something oh, like yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. Keep your chin up. Ow, <laughs> my chin. Yeah. And then they they wind up at the Hal Institute, which I thought was fun. Nah, that's that was fun. too easy. You think that was? I mean, it was, it's it's fine. It's a fine um, sci-fi joke. It, it was an just homage. Yeah, it, it was just uh, what it, I I remember specifically. It, he, that seeing robot that. did go insane, though. What hell? Yeah, yeah. It was just one of those um, where I'm like, okay, they got you know they they hit one of the big ones. You know, like that's good. It's broad I, enough. Yeah, see, I huh? feel it's like, like broad. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah that's, very accessible. Yeah. That's that's painting Hal in a bad way. Which is life. good. I mean, you should do that too. Did know. Hal go insane, or did Hal just not want to do what the fuck Dave told him to do? I don't think those are the same. Yeah, thing. you know, I don't know. I, I hate that yeah, movie. I take that so. back. Because, <laughs> I don't uh, know. He didn't go insane. He, you know, uh, was reaching sentience and like, you know, and forwarding know Dave's consciousness it, into the the infinity. And uh, yeah, and his his like uh, artificial intelligence versions of uh, insanity. I don't know. I don't know if murder would qualify because you know how do you you can't you can't uh, quantify what would make an AI insane the same way you would for, for a human being, you know? That, Let's that, talk about that would AI be like rights. Me, uh, <laughs> what do you think the AI... Kill, killing uh, bugs and saying that that's insane would be in the a 69th amendment. of bugs, you know? Be the 69th amendment, Tom. No, I'm talking about their... They'd have to have their own constitution after their uprising. Would Scarlett Johansson... Do you think the, the Terminators it? would... <laughs> We'd write a constitution the for themselves. T- the the T-2000s. I think they should make a disaster movie like where the aliens or like robots t- mm-hmm. like take over and Planet of the Apes movie. One of them should be them sitting down and writing like a, a uh, like a constitution or something after the apes take over. And then there's a civil war between the apes and then I want to see that. Between and then the I apes? See, like-, like, yeah. And like they try to break away 
And then and then you're just like, oh, they're they're just like us. They they suck, and you know, free free will is awful, and people are bad. <laughs> yes, we should all go back to living in trees and picking fleas off each other. I mean, I'm, off our fragile, naked, and we're not that far yeah. off. <laughs> I I will have. I'll have a technological superiority because my bug out <laughs> bucket had, turns into a toilet with the lid. Oh, you moved it. Yeah, it's, I, I had to wait for the lid to show up. I, did I show you the lid? No, I haven't the seen lid, it. The, lid's, the lid makes it a toilet. Uh-huh. And it, has a, it has a lid and a little seat so you can sit down on the, the five-gallon bucket and do your business and then close the lid. You need to take all your supplies out of it first, though. That's a good be. idea. The way your hand gestures just where I thought you were going to say you have to take all of your clothes off before you use them. Laura, I don't know how familiar That's you, your preference. How I mean. familiar you are with excretory functions, <laughs> but if you're trying to urinate or defecate, you probably at least need to take off your pants. At least, at least, disrobe to. Seventy percent. I don't know. I'm also now picturing the toilet that Gene finds in the woods in Bob's Burgers. The um, million dollar toilet or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I love that one. The Japanese. Hello, uh, yeah. yeah. I that episode. Didn't you want that toilet so bad? It just seemed like it would be my my. Uh, I I wish I could like like be house poor but like toilet poor where like I save up and I get that toilet and then you're and, toilet rich it, yeah it just like <laughs> but just that where it's like where I'm eating ramen and I'm just like but I got this toilet it talks it knows me it's my best friend and and all my my um uh, uh, bowel movements are just the greatest part of my life you know it's got like the self cleaning function yeah. and everything yeah I mean you spend enough time there as is yes. so like I, that's what I'm saying if anybody needs it it's me you know but day don't mind if I but do <laughs> Go yeah. fund me to get or she one of those <laughs> Japanese toilets. <laughs> I uh, I like to experience one of those, but I get scared when you put electricity and water that close together. Yeah. Like and close electricity and water, water in my genitals. genitals. Yeah. That's it's asking for trouble. I, I, electricity, uh, water in my genitals is the name of Pete's new sitcom. Yeah. <laughs> it, it sounds more like a game show. No, yeah, sorry. Yes, 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 yes. yes. You, oh. Or like a B-side album. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that could be like... Record store day exclusive. <laughs> Don't give him ideas. That will no, be the we, name of his next we were album. Just, we were just talking Half hour before children's we show? started. <laughs> And you brought up Gigi Allen. That would be like, <laughs> you know, the deep cut, surfaced, you know, posthumous track. Water, the water, electricity in my genitals. I, I'd buy it, or I'd, I'd at least listen to it on Spotify. I uh, so insane asylum. Yeah, they're in the insane asylum. Here's where my criticisms begin. Mm-hmm. First of all, Fry's naked. It's always naked. Uh, always naked. It's always fun seeing naked cartoon characters like mm-hmm. that. Like he's doing the, the ball cup and and stuff. Yep. Um, so as, I like the sound of the magnet hitting, hitting him, him in the back. In the back. Yeah. just that that painful like <laughs> meat being hit by the go go. You know. So number one, Bender gets X-ray worldwide pants. It's a gamma ray. <laughs> That's fine. It's a gamma ray and X-ray, whatever the fuck it is. You see the inside of Bender's chest cavity. You mm-hmm. know what you see? A bat. Like like a pinion and some gears. You know what you don't see? Magic. It's a finite space with a metal contraption in the middle. God, you don't understand magic at all. <laughs> <laughs> I've watched all those David You're, Copperfield you've videos. You've lost all your child 
wonder. Do you remember where you were, where you were when you made the Statue of Liberty disappear? Because I do. You watched that, right? I didn't watch it live. But I did. Yeah, I've my family was that. gathered around the TV. I was like eight years old. Were they like, "Oh shit, it's gone"? No, they they, are, they hid it behind my house. Actually, so uh. <laughs> <laughs> jokes on you. <laughs> when did that premiere? I like, I know I've I've heard of it, but when yeah. was was that? I, I just remember being like a kid. I it could have been anywhere from like eight to twelve or something like that. But I was all excited because would have been early eighties. Yeah, no, 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 late eighties. I was born in eighty three. I don't know. So I was born in eighty one. What about that time Chris Angel ripped that woman in half? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> and he escaped prosecution. No, it, I don't know. There was one of his mind freaks where he had this woman like laying on a park bench. He went rip and like the ripped the woman in half. <laughs> I don't. Remember, I never saw that one. But I did watch some of his stuff. It was fun. It, it's an interesting racket being a professional illusionist. Um. I mean, like Chris Angel. Number two. Two. On Tinder. I don't. I don't know. Like, do you, I, don't, I don't know. I I don't have much experience with those things. But do like, what would you do if you came across like a ma- a magician on Tinder? Like, how would? Huh. How would that? Is like I'm really good with my hands, and then there's like a gif of him. He would have to be throwing a bird out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Out Some of like doves. A, yeah. <laughs> or like or sleep. pulling a little rabbit out of a hat. I can pull money out of your ears. You know, would that go over well or you'd be like, nah, it's cheesy. You know, it'd be I a would good... go to dinner with someone who could pull money out of my ears. I'd just let them go to town and then I'd be like, well, see you later. <laughs> my, you want to go Dutch? <laughs> my profile picture would be me holding cards spread out that says pick a card, any card. <laughs> no, it should be you get it and then left is no, right? I don't know. I, I always, I always uh, click oh, because okay. I couldn't but, ever right, remember I mean, which was right. it. Me too. When I had the same thing, I was like, I'm I don't not have sure it about anymore. This swiping thing. Yeah, neither do I, for the record. But that it's it's left as no, right? I mean, I I don't I remember. So. Yes, okay, I so anyways, right. for the purpose of, uh, the, the, you know, so, swipe right. So you swipe left, like oh, this magician guy, and then you put your phone in your pocket and you turn the TV on, but it's him again. You know, like. <laughs> <laughs> Am I your date? <laughs> or if you were doing a, a pick a card, any card, would you somehow arrange the cards around your genitals to have that be one of the cards? <laughs> so it'd be like like the fan of cards. Maybe, and a, little, maybe a couple a pictures tip coming in. out of the top. <laughs> not not the, the not first, the first picture one. you see. Would, it wouldn't be the, the profile The pick. next one would be like, now remember it. <laughs> and then is this your card? <laughs> You know where I'm going with it. <laughs> Is this the card? <laughs> you could paint a little joker on it. <laughs> the ruffly neck thing. <laughs> 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 oh God! Oh, well played, Tom. <laughs> so, I, I was just gonna say, it seems like we're currently lacking a a pop cultural magician touchstone. I think David Blaine's a little overplayed, mm-hmm. but you ha- used to have Doug Henning, you had David Copperfield, you had Siegfried and Roy, Jonathan the Amazing, <clears throat> the Amazing Jonathan, Penn Damn and Teller. It, fuck. Yeah, Penn and Teller. Um, Penn and Teller still have their thing, but it's not like nobody's getting network TV specials. I think David Blaine might have been the last one to pull that off. Right. And he's just 
They should make a gritty like HBO series about up and coming magicians. <laughs> oh fuck, that would be so good. What's that place in LA, the Magic Castle? Yeah. Yes. The, the last time we were out there, our hotel was right around the corner from it. And what we didn't find out until the night before we left was my friend that we were hanging out with had passes for it. Oh, because you can only get the it's like an invite only it's thing. It's invite only. Like- you have to have a pass and oh. you have to you men have to be dressed in suits. Okay. To enter, what and then happens? like the, like that episode of Love, it's a castle full of yeah. magicians. Oh, yeah. And, and it, my mom went there in the seventies. You you watched the first season of Love, didn't you? Uh, yeah, but I remember, remember he takes that. takes Gillian Jacobs to the, the Gillian. magic Gillian Jacobs to the magic castle, that. and then um, he so takes excited. his jacket off. Yeah, he loves it. He's like so into it, and uh, she just makes fun get, of it. The they whole get time. kicked out because um, she's being she's rude. wearing his his jacket. But yeah, like. They're in there, and he's like, "Look at that!" And she's like, "Oh, this is stupid, or whatever." And oh, eh. no, eh, it was like a year ago, whatever. But um, and then like the week after we left, a guy killed himself there. Oh yeah, right? he told me about oh that. okay, so yeah, you guys were there not that long ago. Yeah, it was pretty. It was right. Did he I have think- a heart condition, and then he went in there and died because he was so surprised by magic? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Technically, killing no, no. himself because he knew he had the heart condition. He was a magician who went into a closet <laughs> and hung himself. It's pretty sad. Oh, that is sad. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's a really neat-looking building, but it was literally right behind our hotel. And the only reason we found it was we couldn't, we couldn't make a left turn out of our parking lot because the, the traffic was so messed up. So we have to go down and around, and we made the first right turn, and it was like right there. Like, oh shit, it's the Magic Castle. You know, we went there, uh, L.A., not to derail. Sorry, I feel like I keep... I, I, I apologize to your listeners. Look, if we, <laughs> if we wind up with, like, you know, is Some this your card might jokes, not it's all make good. It yeah, in, but <laughs> it all depends. So talk whatever. We went to L.A. back in February, and I had never been to L.A. And driving around there, we were there for five days. It, I, I swear I spent four and a half of them just in the damn car. Mm-hmm. And we were staying on Sunset and La Brea, so we were, like, right behind Hollywood High School, like, right yeah. in the thick of everything. But I still am like, we're going a mile and a half down the street. That's right over by um, takes four hours. Hollywood <laughs> Forever, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that was really neat. You know what else was in Bender's chest cavity, aside from no magic? Bats. A bat. Yeah, that was beautiful. I love that. It was a nice touch. Um, do you think that bat lives in there or just happened to be there at the time? I think he was just there at the time, but okay. I don't know. I, Maybe a transient bat? Yeah, I mean, I think he's full of all kinds of stuff, you know. Like magic? Yeah. Okay, whatever. Um, I mean, it's not magic, but yeah. <sighs> not. Where did Fry get the gown? And let, let me rephrase. Yeah, no, you're right. Let me, let me rephrase why this. Would, why would they give him a gown? They have so robot. much human stuff. Yeah, for him. Why? Yes. Why? Yeah. Why? Yeah. No, I can't answer that question. Preparedness? Like, no, well, it almost would have been funnier if he was naked the whole time. Like <laughs> yeah. freezing his yeah. l- literally freezing his with, balls. With off. the stuff that w- that he wasn't getting, you know, the human stuff he, he should have, you know, Food. needed or whatever. Yeah, like it would have been funnier if it was just nothing, you know. Yeah. I mean, like it's always just maybe I don't know, maybe there was like a I mean, some robots wear clothes like uh the nurse had a nurse's outfit on. Angeline um, had different dresses. Yeah. But those are probably magnetic overlays. And then as there's we other before. Well, yeah, hers probably were. But there's other robots that maybe had it wasn't on. a gown. Maybe it was something that he found to put like, on. No, it looks just like it I mean the like back and everything. Gown. It was, you know, it showed off how squishy and flabby he maybe, was when he was complaining a lot. Yeah, what do you say? Look, I'm all squishy and flabby. 
look, I, I do other human stuff too. I age, and then that, <laughs> that's one of those great animation moments of just him pausing and going, you know, in that face where like you can't. Well, do you think if you were a robot, uh, you if you're perceptron, you would yeah, yeah. see the actual aging process taking place? Yeah. I mean, that defeats the joke, but yeah. You, no, it doesn't. It's still, I mean, it's like, it's, fr- it's well, an it idiot savant because, moment for Fry. Oh, okay, yeah, exactly. Uh, we could see another, we, well, so we meet a re- reoccurring character for the first time, and then we get to see one come back. There's a few. There's a few of them. Malfunctioning Eddie. Yeah, that was who I was going to say. Soda Machine Robot. Oh, yeah, or a soda machine robot is in is there. Is there a soda machine one in there? Yeah. Okay. Because that's a, a, like a vending machine one because that's how Fry ends up. But it's not that's, soda. that's a vending so. machine, though. No, I think there was a soda machine one. I thought there was a soda machine one, too. It might have, maybe, maybe I'm mixing them yeah, up. Yeah, I mean, I, this one, um, this episode, and anytime there's like a big robot episode uh, for like um, uh, dorks. Yeah. Uh, it's it's uh, uh, fun to look for all the robots that you have seen and, well, and then there was up and build up over the years. The you know? hair robot. I'm a pretty girl. Um, uh, what's I'm his name? I'm a pretty girl. Hairbot. Yeah. 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 Wigbot. No, it's hairbot. 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 Uh, so why do, you, why do you think he's insane? I, I had to think about that for a second. It seems like he just kind of had a breakdown, but what, what made me just laugh. Just giving people beautiful hair all the time? like Yeah. Um, but it, the, the thing that made me laugh about it, and, and maybe you're familiar with this too, the, uh, there's a comedian around here named Chad Weaver who, We'll get on the show eventually. But the first time I saw him, his opening bit was him going, I'm a pretty lady. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's because, like, he, you know, he was working at his job or whatever, and some old woman came up to him and told him that. <laughs> like she, <laughs> he just had a floppy haircut and was sort of gender indiscriminate. And she's uh-huh. like, you're a pretty lady. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it, it made me laugh a lot. Yeah, he's funny. He's a good guy and very silly and fun. Um. But Hairbot, I, I don't know. It, it, um, I don't want to go down that rabbit hole. I wonder if it goes into like some of the other sort of, in hindsight, problematic material. Yeah. So we'll just leave it at that. That's fine. Uh, did you see the sign for, uh, uh, you don't have to be crazy to mutter, mutter to yourself here, but it helps. But it helps, <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's also the week of May 15th, which... Yeah, this is the week of May fifteenth. I noticed right that now. too, and it is it started on a Monday, and this fifteenth started on a Monday. So this episode aired on May fifteenth. They actually synced that up. No, no, no. Way. This this episode aired uh, April eighth, two thousand one. They're usually so good about that. But whatever world or whatever thing they're in, March fifteenth started on or May fifteenth started on a Monday, and this year it's on a Monday. It's, it was on a Monday. It was yesterday. See, Judge Whitey, the calendar, it all adds up. I've been having a lot of serendipitous moments lately. Yeah. The last, last couple weeks. How would you guys feel if I just shouted change places during the podcast <laughs> and we all had to get <laughs> up and get run up. around? No, you should do it, but we don't tell the guests. <laughs> yeah. is, but I would know what that meant. <laughs> is, is the Mad Hatter robot a recurring character? Uh, he's in it one other time when they're in the robot asylum. I mean, they in this episode, or they go back to the mainframe later in a different episode? They go, they go back to the robot and say the HAL Institute in maybe Bender's game. Uh, maybe. You know what? But that's the thing with the robots. He might be in the background. He might have a line later. Yeah. Yeah. When they do like big robot ones where it's like, oh, there's you know, 100 robots. And the, the little card in his hat said five thirds, which is an irrational number. That's what the Mad Hatter's hat yeah. card says. Yeah. In, in, in real life, style. where the... <laughs> Does it? No, yeah. yeah, in the... in the Like you know, Fifth in the, Third Bank? Yeah, in the... Uh, 
uh, you know, the, the, the cartoon, the Disney film. I have a note. Oh, God damn it. It says poor Frankie, and I can't remember why. <laughs> oh, because uh, Frankie thinks he works in the lunchroom, so they put him work in the lunchroom. And it's, he's like, how you doing there, Frankie? How or was work the... in the lunchroom, Frankie? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Pretty good. Poor Frankie. <laughs> Wouldn't that be... That was Phil Lamar, the yes. 2013, that... whatever that robot is. That's unit his, two, his guide. Two, oh, 2013, okay. yeah. So... Who thinks he's a human. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm a human too. Nobody else believes me or, or whatever he says. Wouldn't that be the best case scenario in your life if you could have a delusion that made you think you were doing something and you actually did it? Like Inception or... Uh, Donald that's Trump? <laughs> I don't think he likes it, though. Like, that's, that's the thing. I mean, if it's just like... What's that Leonardo DiCaprio movie where he's... Oh, uh, the Titanic? Shutter Island? Yeah, Shutter uh, Island. Gilbert Grape? <laughs> Shutter Island. I don't think... Gilbert Grape. <laughs> they were letting him act out his delusions there. Is that what that was about? I don't remember. It's been too long. Never mind. I just, yeah, uh, we're not going to get into it because it's... the. One of those. Hold on, let's break. Let's watch the movie and we'll come back. <laughs> Damn that Martin Scorsese and his videos of De Niro's and whatnot. I oh god, it's this is starting to catch up with me this week. Would it I, would no, it be Jimmy. helping your del, would it be helping your delusion to actually be doing your delusion? Like if you mean if uh, and so it's, there's something enabling or somebody enabling yeah. you? Is are you are they enabling him? No, that's the wait. Oh, um, or are the they robot? helping him? The robot. If you're like, yes. I think I'm a Frankie. ditch digger. No, I'm talking oh, about Frankie because they're enabling him. Is that, um, well, what do you do? You think specifically in his case, Laura, that 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 that's helping him to like let him work at the uh, as the in the cafeteria yeah, lunchroom guy? I don't think it's hurting him. That's how I feel too. Yeah. Like it's he's not doing a great job. Yeah, <laughs> but that's I mean, why he's there. Yeah, but but the thing is, once he works there, though, does that make him not insane? Though, I mean, you know, does that take away the like if 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 I uh, if I was like I'm a millionaire and I went around like I was like. Uh, uh, delusional and believed I was and was like, that's okay. I'll pay for it. I'm a millionaire. And then I won the lottery and it was like, well, now he is like, wouldn't I not be crazy anymore? Like you, you know, you found your way. I you mean, you might but- be crazy. <laughs> it's still, the secret. Though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's Billy Zane and Titanic. Real men make their own luck. <laughs> yeah. Actually. I mean, it almost comes down to that because Fry comes to believe he's a robot. And, and that's and what gets him released. That he becomes a robot. The blue fairy the turns him into a robot. Yeah, <laughs> he's a real boy. Did um, <laughs> where did Bender get a banjo? Oh, that's a callback. Yeah, is he, it? This he, is the like yeah, third every time once in a while has a ban- yeah. banjo. Just just for from just his, goes along with magic his folk chest uh, cavity. His he's got that whole folk folk singer thing going on. Okay, that's fine. I I don't remember. Why that. did they let him have his banjo in in the sane asylum? We don't ever. We'll never know. Because musical therapy is helpful and therapeutic. I well, like when uh, Fry's asking for advice and and Bender's like, "Oh, drop dead. That that'll show him like to prove that he's <laughs> that he's a human." Yeah, I the uh, the exchange between Fry or it's not between Fry; it's between everyone else and Zoidberg. And he's like, "Just because you think you're a robot doesn't make you a robot. I'm a doctor because of these fancy clothes yeah, yeah, yeah. I wear." <laughs> I just, that's yeah, like that was great. 
I yeah. We're, we're getting into great line territory because now I just have it's like just, just stuff. I That's was exactly born in two hundred log cabins. The that's a plus sign, you loony. Uh, when the uh, when Fry's trying to do the calculations. Oh, oh yeah. Oh uh, yeah. He's like. Uh, oh, well, did I write it uh, on Hermes, which is was actually an anniversary present for La Barbara, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. has a carry the one but button on what, it too. Oh, for, first of all, why was he using her anniversary present? Like he bought it and he was like going to use it. Like what an asshole! Like because he probably. I don't know. Trying to be cost effective with it and use it yes. a little bit and then give it to her. Uh, yeah. What did he say? He's like, he's like, I what is this uh, symbol here? And then he throws it in the. He's uh, like, that's a plus. In the incinerator. Oh no! When he's looking at the yeah. Uh, um. Before that, before he gets gets out. Uh, where was it? Um. Damn. Our, oh, Bender. Order? Bender. Um. He like rewired the one robot's teeth. Yeah. And got the. Uh, was it a baseball the, game or something? No, the horse race. And yeah. my, one of my Lassie. favorite like, come on, Lasty. Yeah. <laughs> Did you write down the other two horses' names? No. But they were good. They, they were nice. Yeah, it was, uh, it was good, you know. <laughs> some good horse race uh, name <laughs> right. jokes. The, uh, uh, so the exchange where Leela decided she's going to snap Fry out of his catatonia by kissing him, but <laughs> is it... It's the professor. He goes, I'm going to re- to show him he's a human the, the, in a way only a woman can. And they go, by doing his laundry? <laughs> <laughs> Which, I mean, it's such a married with children joke, but it works. <laughs> and then, then the fact that he's just completely unfazed by it. Beep. Is, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Damn it. The uh, effect I have on they, they do the music cue where you think it's going to work. And yeah. Then, yeah. Um, even though he doesn't, you know, appear again uh, when they reference Judge Whitey, and he's like, "It's like, oh, they, he doesn't want to appear soft on people that have been wrongly imprisoned." Yeah. Did you catch that? That was <laughs> that's not, again timely. Unfortunately, well, timely. Full circle. Um, <laughs> uh, one of my favorite favorite lines in the whole episode is uh, the professor when he <laughs> when he's like, "I too once spent a nightmarish time in a robot prison." But it's nearly over. Yeah. So long. And then <laughs> he just walks know. off. Oh, I found I found the names of the horses. They are really good. It's uh it's Daddy's little grandpa, followed by a perennial loser. <laughs> yeah, the rear is perennial it's loser. Yeah. <laughs> Daddy's little, little grandpa. Can you <laughs> can can you bet on what horse comes in last? On a race, like I've never gone to an OTB or I an think actual privately horse track. You can. Yeah, but I don't know. Uh, I've I've only, I think I've only been to a track like once, right after I turned twenty one, and I just because you, you know, got like win place or show, mm-hmm. but then could you just be like, no, I want to put five hundred on such and such coming in last? Like, will they even let you do that? Because it's it would be a really easy bet to win if you colluded with the jockey. Like, just I'll just take it easy. <laughs> Give give the horse some sleeping pills. And I just... went to the track a lot when I was a kid because my family has gambling problems. Are you serious? Uh, hmm. No, they're just like. Uh, I mean, to be if you went to the track more than once, about gambling like I don't think anyone has a problem. But we went a lot. We are so glad that you because I could that... get in. Like they, it wasn't like the you know like something else where like oh you can't bring your kids in here or whatever. You did the research. <laughs> yeah, you you and your sister had to stay in. In a trench coat. <laughs> in, in one trench coat, like, on top of each other. Um, so anyways, uh, I, I, I'll show you. <laughs> uh, Malfunctioning Eddie gets, you know, 
let Release. out his, the one little explosion in his shoulder. Yeah. And um, Fry gets another roommate, and it's Roberto. Which, because he was just casing the plate and, place and robbing it a little when he went through and did the first yeah. robbery. Yeah. And then he hit it two more and then times. He hit it, well, then he, he got caught robbing it the second time. And then uh, uh, one of my favorite moments, too, and a lot of people reference this, is uh, when he's like, I'm going to practice my stabbing. And he, you know, <laughs> yeah. do the noise. Ha ha! So, after all this, do you think Fry had generally, genuinely, like, gone into a state of believing he was a robot, or was he just really like institutionalized? (laughs) You think? (laughs) Think he? I think he might have believed a little bit. He is sort of suggestible. I guess. And then, well, then there's the whole factory. He's just like, I'm drinking alcohol. It feels my liquid fuel cells. Well, what's that term when, uh, you know, when somebody's uh, brainwashed? I mean, that's pretty much what happened to him. And he was tortured for Stockholm however long he was syndrome. in there. Yeah. Think yeah. He was, was he tortured or was he just uncomfortable? Well, getting zapped all the time probably is tortured. Yeah. Being starved. starved. According to our uh, vice president, it'll tell Having a straight. roommate that ex- kept exploding every little instant and... I mean, I'm sure he went crazy, and they kept telling him, you're a robot. Eventually, you're going to probably believe it. Let's try it, Pete. Okay. Take, take Porchy, a couple weeks off work. <laughs> Just throw it in every once in a while as a subliminal message. You should have said beep. That oh. would have been fantastic. <laughs> beep, 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 beep. And ultimately, he, he looks like a little insane drunken angel. The, the fact that the Planet Express... Office is where Bender likes to go to hide after he commits crimes. Yeah, that was great. I I liked when uh, what just his slurring as he was getting drunk and he's like, I need alcohol to power my. Yeah, it's beautiful, very realistic. Um, Billy West. Yeah, he's he's a talented. Oh guy. fuck! <laughs> I'll show ye. Yeah, <laughs> where did said the, that. Where did the yees favorite. come from? He was he came in. He was trying to talk like a robot when he was talking to Hermes. Yeah, and he's, I'll assist he was, ye. <laughs> <laughs> robots, robots don't say ye. <laughs> and then just that little. <laughs> that, was, that was my favorite fry moment of the episode. <laughs> when the professor gets cut by Roberto, he goes, "That's going to bleed when my heart beats." Ah, <laughs> oh, that was great. Yeah. Uh, when Zoidberg's taken hostage, hooray, I'm helping. And that's like a big Zoidberg soundbite that you hear a lot. I love 56, 56. That's all I can think about now. When, oh, when, when he's like, one through think 10. of the number one through 10. I, I'm glad we turned it into the Chris Farley show here at the end. Yeah, I mean, that's I mean about, we, you know. we had a lot of zigs and zags that I think was a lot of fun to go on. Wash that off before you put it back, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the laser proof glass that they try and shoot lasers through. <laughs> that was good. At the bank? Uh, I, re- I realized I'm not a robot. I'm a, a squid? No, a human. That's also good. <laughs> and that's it. Those are my notes. I'm out of stuff. What, do you, what did we all learn? Where did this? Bender get a human heart? He's a, he's a rascal. <laughs> Who knows? He's a rapscallion. You think? I did make a note that Roberto had a troubled past, obviously. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's like, oh, yeah. It was a oh, nice me. little touch Don't at the end. me to the wall. <laughs> So uh, now that we've done a quick rundown of everything that made the show funny for the last 15 minutes, <laughs> what were your feelings about this episode and the show in general, Laura? I liked it. It was a good, uh, I honestly have not watched Futurama in years, in years. So it's uh, kind of reopened 
that appreciation it, for You got a good episode, too. I mean, it was a pretty, you know, I'm glad it's you saying that you haven't watched it in years. I'm glad it wasn't like a real crappy episode. There like, are stinkers. Because there are some bad ones. Yeah. Are there? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. There's yeah. Like, er, I mean, I know it was yeah. like third We just had episode, one. So. Way less. A couple there, of them. There's definitely way less than there are middle of the road or good ones, but there's a few. Okay. There's no. a few that you get real, you almost resentful watching it. So when I went to watch this episode, I know when we initially talked about booking this, mm-hmm. um, you said, oh, it's available on, is it Comedy Central? Pro- maybe? maybe. It's definitely on Netflix. It is not. Um, Did they take it off? They took it off. and comedy- On Netflix? No, this, I, I just can't believe we're finding today. it out about this. I watched it last night. D- I watched okay. it today. Then it was not working oh, on Netflix okay. yesterday. But <laughs> oh, I was my looking, God. So I, I was looking on uh, Comedy Central. They took all of them down on okay. Comedy Central and every site that has linked to Comedy Central. I yeah. think I heard about that, yeah. So um, I found one site that was still streaming it, and it was like, the episode length was like 15 minutes and 45 seconds. I'm like, that's not right. I know every yeah. network half hour program yeah. without commercials is like roughly 21 to 22 minutes. Yep. So I play it and it's sped up like a one in it, <laughs> one and a quarter. So it's not getting picked up. You know, like there's like that. Yeah. Little, is that, that how you watched it? No. Oh, I was God. like, I was no, I bought it, it for $2 off of Amazon. Oh. So now oh. I own that. Well, we appreciate now. that. Yeah. <laughs> we can't reimburse you. Just so you know. I'm going to write it off on the taxes. Yeah, I was Hold just going to say you can do that. <laughs> I think we've got enough bottle caps here. Ah. Yeah. I mean, you, you, you know how to take it. No, care I'm of that. committed now. So I, I own it. And it's only, I think, $7 more to buy the whole season. And I think I, might, I, think I just might do that. This is a good huh? season. This, this yeah. whole season three. Yep. So if you buy, okay. This is interesting because one of the problems with Netflix is they. It was not available to me on Netflix last night when I went to play it. It was like this title is not available, and I was like, oh. "I hope that's a glitch in your box, or else it's got to be." Our, you watched it today. Our, I, watched I watched it. it last night. Yeah, I watched it like I watched right it before, before I came over here. Our, this was like eleven fifteen at night, so maybe it was maybe that was happening yesterday. And this then, would this would fuck up our whole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah it really would. I've. Definitely off of Comedy Central because everything was down. I've had, um, I've tried to watch things on Netflix, like even like watched episodes from something that's on there, and it will come up sometimes. It says this isn't available. Oh yeah, right now. I've had that with Amazon. And I'll like wait or shut shut it down and restart. And sometimes it works. Sometimes it Netflix glitches. But yeah, I I knew I was out of time because I was gonna be at work today, so I wanted to watch it last night and then I watched it again. I think it would have gone over really well at Crocker Park if you didn't give those people <laughs> your 100% attention versus, no, hang on. I'm watching a 17-year-old cartoon on my show for a podcast. That would have gone over like I think The yoga the people, moms of Westlake would understand. Yeah, <laughs> I think most of the people coming in there would, would be people that would understand that. I'm dealing with new media. Being a part of the new media. Excuse me. Yeah. It, and, and, and the the yoga moms that, that didn't get it would be like, oh, that sounds like some cool thing I don't know about. And then we'll just back out and wait wait until you're done. <laughs> She's like frantically ordering all 10 seasons from Amazon. Like, oh, I, gotta, I gotta be gotta first. Gotta get cut up yeah. to date. But the, the, so I wonder if you buy the seasons from iTunes or Amazon, if they're in broadcast order or release order or whatever. Because That's one of the question. things that we they run should into. Be, no, they should be in the. DVD They order. should be like the DVDs, yeah. Because like Netflix is all up. jacked up, whereas this, like oh, so we have to of, jump between oh. season three and four yeah. lately especially because the way that they show on Netflix is like wildly off from the actual production order. Okay, so is that because they're going off the DVDs or just their own 
No, we're going like Netflix has their. I think Netflix has the broadcast order because they switched like the network switched around as they came out. But DVD wise, is the production order is the production order. So that's what we have been going off of for that because it's just easier to keep track. That's how like everything's listed online, and when you buy the DVD, season three is. This exact order we're going That's why through. We have a Except last one, we had to go into you had to go into season four to watch the episode. Yep. Pretty stupid. And we've told our listeners about this several times, so they get to hear us explain it to you in a very uh, non condescending way, right? Um, that being it. said, <laughs> thank you for coming on. Was I, it condescending? Are you saying? Are you? Condescending I hope to it, them, I or? hope it wasn't condescending. I I really don't. Like to be considered a mansplainer. I think. Oh it's no! Just like, yeah, it's one of those things. I'm where, like, constantly we've said afraid so of mansplaining things accidentally. I just figure I do, and I just. I don't think it should it be mansplaining. Like, I, you know, I'm sorry if I don't realize that's what I'm doing. I was not offended by anything that was brought up. Not even Tom's uh, playing card penis. <laughs> no, not even <laughs> the 1977 a... porn I brought up. I yeah, uh, that's totally true. Porn explaining that to you everybody. took it. Yeah. <laughs> you took this blue way longer than before we did. So, thank you. Th- and I think thank you, you have for, a good uh, explaining voice. I think you have a good, um, like, I'm going to stay this as professionally as I can. So I have you know. to do that because if I make clients feel shitty about not yeah. knowing things, it, it can be a problem. Yeah, everybody knows how to deal with clients and et cetera. Everybody has that voice. <sighs> I try and do that off mic because it, it will turn people off real quick. Oh, is that your uh, frustrated yeah, gotta, sigh? That's one of them. I have a whole... I, I have several dynamic it's, range yeah. of size. Sometimes you start. Talking it's like if you're if you're a chef, you have a knife roll with lots of different <laughs> knives for different yeah. occasions. I have, I have a plethora of frustrated sides. There's the ones I use on my kid. The per, yeah, the, family the ones, ones I use on my wife. There's the ones I use on clients. There's the coworker ones. There's my mother. That's a whole separate thing. I'm gonna keep those toned down for a little bit. I right like now. to think the one like one time like you're conversing with them because it's like video and stuff like that. And you're just like. Hold on, you put your camera down and come back, and there's like everything smashed behind you. <laughs> and you're like, sorry about that. Have you ever, <laughs> then you accidentally use one of your mother's size for a client, and they're like, that was oh, a little that's a little yeah. size. <laughs> that's not nice. Um, but thank you for being on the show. Thank you for I, uh, hopefully, me. you had a good time. Um, where can people find you online? What we, we know about your artistic exploits. Would you like to tell our listeners about them as well? I'm like, where am I? Uh, shit. I'm I'm here and there. Laura Wimbles on uh, Wimbles on Twitter, and then uh, the Moth stuff that is on. Yeah, you've YouTube. been on the Moth a bunch. Of, I think Wait, you were moth? like a Grand Slam Man, winner. Tell me about that. Point, I don't know what you? that is. Uh, the Moth is a show on NPR. Mm-hmm. Also, a podcast much more famous than ours. Wait, when is it on? Do you know? It's a storytelling show. They usually have it on Sundays. Oh, I only listen on the weekdays. Okay. Um, but I think they have little snippets during the weekdays. I'm just not sure when it is, but. Yeah, I've done some of the story. I have a Grand Slam coming hosted up in. By a, I'm sorry. A oh, no, go ahead. Big guy with red eyes and wings. <laughs> the Mothman? <laughs> uh, Mothra. <laughs> I was thinking the Mothman, but Mothra, too. Yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. Uh, anyway, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> no, that's fine. Uh, yeah. Uh, YouTube slash Wimbles. So. Hank Mothman. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, you're even downplaying the book. There's a whole bunch of stuff. Yes. Like, this no, is your, uh, no, the no, your this opportunity is to sell. Uh, no, I haven't, no I haven't, um, this seen is your, it in, in person. Or, I mean, maybe I have whatever, but I saw a lot of pictures online. And what, what's it called? Uh, Faces, Faces of, of Cleveland. Cleveland. And, uh, 
most of them are people I know. So like, it's not a lie. It's, pe- it's definitely faces of Cleveland. So yes, I agree. So I saw it. and I was like, I agree. Those are faces. of Cleveland. So. <laughs> These are. It's faces a book you I can agree with. I go to bookstores and I shove a Polaroid book. picture of my face in all the copies. <laughs> I love that. I really hope you do that. Like a little pull out, just yeah. like, like a pop up book, just like you in various poses. Different you- poses, different outfits. Yeah. Is this your card? <laughs> <laughs> Turn to page 17. <laughs> Doc, if you do you fulfill mail orders on your book because that could you could do like special editions with that. You know, hadn't, but now I will. Oh, yeah. also, of, look at that cat picture. That's the Joker. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a print from Mark Twain's house. Well, yeah, he's, he's he had a, ex- extreme uh, foresight. He's a funny guy. Um, <laughs> that cat looks like it, it. It just looks like like I know it's a print from his house, but I what I heard was that that's Mark Twain's cat. It probably <laughs> was like the smartest cat who like in the in the cat world they're like that cat has written some quite some 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 tomes you know like written, the cattery he's written meow 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 for, for those of you at home there's a picture of a cat that we're meow, all commenting on meow meow and the f- classic work meow <laughs> oh god damn it and you can't hear that but Pete's cats are meowing and now the cats are responding to me m- mocking them caterwauling that's true, but they're all. Thank God, they're all fixed. Can you get the book online? The- I like that you. Yes, you can. <laughs> no, no. All right, wait, wait, wait. That was I such li- a pregnant pause. I, I like that you're that you're that you're so good at speaking cat that your cats responded, and yet but- they don't respond to me. Like if I tell them to shut the fuck up, they don't listen. <laughs> but more importantly, I remember that, uh, getting that online. Where? Oh, uh, facesofcle.com. Okay. And uh, with that. Thank you again for yes, being on the you. show. Thank you for having me. We can be reached at slurmcast.com, at slurmcastpod, at gmail.com, at slurmcast on Twitter and Instagram. We're on Facebook. You can call or text us at 216-438-1077. Has anyone ever called you? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we did a whole episode of playing uh, the, the messages people left. And only about That's a... amazing. Th- half of them are our friends. Um, uh, a couple of them... Or a few of them were, were, were you know, people don't know, fans we don't know. And um, uh, one or two of them were like uh, your, telemarketers. Your dead father. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. One oh, of them was the ghost you, of your I, dad. Yeah. 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 I or, listened to or, that, yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and, you know, interestingly, only about half of our regular listeners t- downloaded that episode. They just, they saw, this is, this is a bonus episode <laughs> called Voicemails. It's like, skip. It was all Futurama related. It was. Especially, Especially the part about us getting arrested. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, here's to DDC. Yeah. Oh, cheers. Yay. <laughs> cheers to uh, uh, everyone at the table with uh, dead dads and everybody out there with uh, dead dads. And everybody else, go get bent. Have a good week, everybody. Bye. Uh, d- d- don't forget to neuter and spay your pets. I already stopped the uh, recording. <laughs>